0: If you are like me, once I've created my to-do list for the day, I breathe a deep sigh of relief as I cross out items accomplished. But there are times when we review our list, we suddenly realize the day has quickly gone by and many of the important items will have to be moved to the next day and so on. Once again, we overextended ourselves by making commitments that we could not possibly fulfill. Unfortunately, one of the things that we're tempted to cut off is the time we scheduled to spend with God. We either rush through our quiet time in prayer, Bible reading and study, or neglect it altogether. Spending time with God is of great importance to our spiritual life and walk with the Lord. It is our lifeline. Jesus said in John chapter 15 verses 4 and 5, Abide in me and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine. Neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. Whoever abides in me and I in him or her will bear much fruit, for apart from me you can do nothing. The branch that is separated from the vine will eventually die, for it cannot live apart from the vine. It cannot sustain itself for it receives life, all its resources and nourishment directly from the vine. When we are abiding in Him, we receive all the resources we need to live a godly Christian life in obedience to God, but apart from Him, we will die spiritually. Many have good intentions as they start out strong in following the Lord, but fail almost immediately because they rely on their own resources and strength to accomplish what only God can do through us. The Apostle Paul states that it is God who is at work in us, both to will and to do of His good pleasure. But if we are out of fellowship with Him, we will resist the work He desires to do in us. When we neglect spending time with the Lord, we can easily be deceived into believing that we are in a good place spiritually with God when the opposite is true. At this point, we can fall prey to many of Satan's deceptions, especially when he attempts to twist the truth of God's Word as he did with Eve. I write this not to put you on a guilt trip, but in hopes of encouraging you to examine yourself routinely so you can continue to enjoy fellowship with the Lord and live consistently in the light of His biblical truth. The more consistent we are in our time spent with God, the more we will realize how much we need Him. But our hearts are prone to wander away from the Lord. So when we've allowed too much time to lapse without so much as even thinking about Him, it gets more difficult to start again. So we give up even trying. When we've reached this point, we feel that God is so far away from us, believing the lie that he has given up on us completely. However, God is not the one who has moved away. We have moved away from him. Throughout the Old Testament and New Testament, we read God's amazing plan of redemption to bring humanity back to himself. God loves us so deeply and longs for a relationship and fellowship with us. He proved it by sending his son who willingly died in our place so we can receive forgiveness of sin and enjoy peace with God. Our fellowship with the Lord speaks about a relationship with God where He communicates to us through the Holy Spirit and His Word and where we, through prayer, speak to Him about the deep things of our hearts as we would with our closest friend. But when we have distanced ourselves from the Lord, we will lose all interest in God and in His Word. But in His love and mercy, God will faithfully pursue us, and at times will place obstacles in our path to get our attention. Difficulties eventually pushes us to look to Him for help. It's sobering to think how affliction and hardships bring us to the place where we begin to seek and humbly cry out to God. We. Who were far away are brought near once again, sometimes out of sheer desperation. But unfortunately for many, when God in His mercy begins to answer prayer, they are quickly drawn away again. How does one get past this vicious cycle? By simply asking God to help us become more consistent in our fellowship with Him and in His Word. The Holy Spirit will faithfully give us the desire to spend time with the Lord as we obey His promptings. Then when we read the inspired Word of God, the Holy Spirit teaches us about God and His plan for our lives. reproves us, that is, shows us our sin, corrects us shows us how to make it right, and trains us in righteous living so that we can be thoroughly equipped for every good work which He has prepared for us to do. We may have a sincere desire to know Him better, but we must first take that first step of obedience towards Him. If we don't have enough time in the day for Him, then we are just too busy. I encourage you to make your quiet time with the Lord a daily priority. If your schedule is difficult with small children or the demands of a stressful job or jobs, ask God to give you the wisdom and creative ways on how to incorporate time with Him daily. However, this may mean sacrificing other less important items from your to-do list. But it's worth the sacrifice when in exchange we're able to enjoy the sweetness of fellowship with the one who died, offering himself in our place and rose again. For there is no other than Jesus Christ, the Savior of the world. As we spend time with God, our love for him and his word, that is his love letter to us, will deepen more each day. Don't rely on your feelings, for emotions are deceiving. We're encouraged in Scripture by faith to draw near to God, and He will draw near to us. God said in Jeremiah 33, verse 3, Call to me, and I will answer you, and will tell you great and hidden things that you have not known. God desires to reveal more of the truth about himself, humanity, the world, and all he has freely given to us who are in Christ. Therefore, I encourage you, take time to spend with the Lord and his word. There is much he desires to show you.